Welcome to the New Mexico Motorsports Report, presented by Yearwood Performance, Albuquerque Dragway, the Unser Racing Museum, and Swope Real Estate. Your host, David Swope, will be talking about events happening around the state and on the national scene, whether it's got two wheels or four wheels, pavement and off-road racing, or park and shine. If you are into it, we are into it. Call now, 994-1017. That's 994-1017 to get into all the action. Now, here is your host, David Swope. Good morning. It's Saturday morning. That means it's time for the New Mexico Motorsports Report. I'm your host, David Swope, and we'll be talking about automotive and related motorsports activities around the state and on the national scene. Whether it has two wheels or four, asphalt or dirt track racing, off-road or park and shine, we'll be talking about it. This is New Mexico's only show devoted to motorsports-related activities here on ESPN Radio 101.7, the team. And, of course, uh, you can always check us out um, on Facebook Live at NM Motorsports Report. Uh, RJ's uh, got a lot of stuff going on there. And, uh, uh, of course, uh, Dan's got some special guests in the studio as well. Welcome them um, from Tennessee. But, uh, uh, Dan, I mean, how's how's things been going? They've been going well. This whole week, Kinsey was out of town, so I was just preparing the house for my parents to come in from North Carolina. But, uh, yeah, it's been great to have them here for the day they've been here, and uh, we're going to have a fun weekend. They're going to have a fun week here in uh, New Mexico. Awesome, awesome. Well, uh, you guys could talk a little Tennessee, too, because uh, uh, RJ. Now, RJ, you just got back. Uh, You went went out and helped helped your pops move to uh, West Virginia. Sure did. No, it's uh, a little different out there in the east, but I had a good time out there and got some enjoyable, you know, views of, uh, you know, the country and had a good time just experiencing something different because New Mexico is different than any other place. I'll always give them a shout out, but there, there's a lot of places in, you know, in the U.S. of A. that's really beautiful. So it's well, good to be out there. Well, there's cool places in Cuba. <laughs> or at least there's cool cars in Cuba, right? Yes, uh, yes. We had that uh, that 53 uh, F100 in the couch potato on Thursday. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, if uh, you all are watching us on Facebook, you can also go to at Couch Potato Car Show uh, and check out our last show. And the gallery's up, so you could vote right now for your favorite car. Um, we had a okay, favorite car or truck because we had a couple of cool trucks, including that uh, panel van. Um, in it, and uh, you can go check out that one from Havana, Cuba, um, and give it a vote. Uh, and unfortunately, on that one, I mean, we had some great photographs and everything. Uh, was in a crash, and and I mean, this this stuff happens. I mean, there was a uh, a, a local builder here uh, that had you know spent years on a tremendous truck who had been in a wreck. Uh, gets it all done, gets in another wreck, so he gets to start all over again. Um, and uh, it's just uh, just crazy. But uh, talking a little bit about uh, the events that are going on, uh, we've got a new sponsor that uh, has jumped on, uh, the Law Tigers. Uh, and so uh, the Law Tigers event calendar, uh, we're going to have a lot more motorcycle events coming up. So all you two-wheel friends out there, uh, we're going to try a little bit harder to bring you some more uh, some more events. And, of course, Law Tigers is going to help us out with that because um, right now almost everybody seems to be up in Sturgis. So uh, not quite as much going on. Uh, around town, but th- those who couldn't make the uh, the trek. And then yesterday, uh, we had like a, kind of a pop up car show uh, over at uh, Keller Williams. He came out, was helping uh, shoot some video. And uh, what did you think of that that uh, that Solo One car, uh, that MR2 with that big wing on it? 
Oh, man, there there are some beautiful cars out there for sure. I mean, anywhere from the Porsche Porsches that we were kind of having right, an argument exactly. about, some big boy trucks, you brought out your Miata that we had yeah. a fun time with, but that, that Toyota, the Mach 2 kind of thing, I mean, one thing, I just love the guy where it was to a good cause to get all the to get the votes. So one thing he got, he got some out yeah. of town kind of votes and yeah. put some money in for charity, which is a great thing. But that car, I mean, everything that was suited up for pretty much the same size as your Miata. Just, yeah. you could tell just everything that they did to the engine. He actually revved it up to get a few votes and had a fun time out there. But no, you do, you, cool. you gotta do that, that, uh, beautiful gray to it. In fact, I think I'm going to find a picture myself, but man, that car was legit for sure. Absolutely. So Toyota MR2, uh, he's been to the Solo One Nationals. Uh, of course, uh, we're talking about Andrew McGibbon. So those of you who know uh, Andrew, know the car we're talking about. And uh, <clears throat> I drove my Miata there. You sure I mean, did. Yeah, from my house. So, you sure did. So, I mean, I, I don't think they can give me a ticket retroactively, right? You know, and I tried to not hammer it so that you couldn't tell that it was this, it was not a legal exhaust. But uh, but I drove it by. I actually drove it by uh, um, Dan's. I mean, he probably heard me like ripping by, you know. But uh, uh, but anyway, let let's let's actually get to the uh, calendar. Statue uh, limitations. We're good. That's right. Statue <laughs> limitations are done. Uh, now, and it's in the garage, so they can't find it. All right. So uh, Albuquerque Dragway. Uh, what do they got going on? Yeah, so we always try to start with our amazing local events. So we're going out to Albuquerque Dragway, where today they're going to have their, I mean, their tried and true. What they're known for is that Yearwood Performance Street to Strip event, where gates going to open at 6 and go on to 11. So great evening racing. It's going to start cooling down hopefully a little bit at night, and you're going to have some fun time out at Albuquerque Dragway. Well, and they got the end of the month. They got the big money nationals that's coming out. So you can use the uh, Gearwood Performance as kind of a test and tune. Um, I believe that they're going to have one next weekend. They were supposed to have a Midnight Madness, but that was canceled because there's uh, going to be a concert at Mesa del Sol, and so the parking's going the wrong direction, um, you know, uh, whatever. But uh, there's some opportunity for that big money nationals coming on. The rods are going to come out. Uh, if you want to go see some dirt track racing uh, tonight, what's going on out at Sandia Speedway? Yeah, so Sandia always has some great fun events that they have going on. So what we're doing at Sandia is going to be there. It's the duel in the desert, and it's a clay oval racing that they have out there with a lot of great uh, people coming out. But it's going to be the 305 wing sprints, the mini sprints, A-mods, stock cars, and cruisers are all going to be out there throughout the day. Gates are going to open at 2 but the cars are going to take the track. They're going to be out there at 6 p.m. So go out there, Sandia, get a little dirt racing on you for you. Yeah, and and uh, if you can stand the heat, uh, you can make the drive down south to Vado. Uh, got a great event going on. As a matter of fact, I think that's why they call it the Hot City Nights, right? Sure, that's a good reason for it. But, man, I just every time I just say how much I love and give a shout-out to these events. The Hot City Nights are pretty much, they get all these smaller communities that want to come out where they get a discount, come out, support your local racetracks, where La Mesa, San Miguel, La Union, and San Pablo, please come out there. You're going to have reduced admission. You're going to have a fun time. You're going to rep your, your county, rep your cities, and have a fun time, and watch 305 Wing Sprints, USRA Modifieds, the Super Trucks are one of the favorite divisions out there, Pure Stocks, and Legend Cars. So go out there. They also do a great thing where you can watch it live on FYE, on watchfye.tv, so yep. go out there however you want to support Vado. Man, what a bummer. Uh, I just realized you got, uh, you're got you dividing the wing sprints between two tracks. 
with Sandy and Votto. So, I mean, you know, we're not going to get into the southern cars to come up. You're not going to get into the northern cars to go down, most likely. Uh, but uh, but anyway, also, I mean, the wing 360s are over in Amarillo. I mean, that that's not really a far drive uh, either. You can go check that out. Uh, and uh, Alien, uh, what's going on down there, down in Roswell? It's their trying to shoot the championship racing that they have going on, which is going to be at 8 p.m., a little later start than usual. But what they have usually going on, it's the stock cars, the hobby stocks, the AMS bombers are going to be out there. I always love the uh, Deanne's Cubby, the Junior Cyclones are always fun. Hey, hey, wherever you can find sponsors, wherever you can find them, we gotta Google that. Even for the kiddos, we gotta Google that and find out what that's about. And then the racing as well. The Inex Legends are going to be out there, so different class. But hey, fun times out there. Uh, championship racing. Alien had a big, one of the biggest firework events last weekend where they celebrated their 4th of July race a week later to kind of, you know, space it out. I think they had extra fireworks, so they wanted to make a big deal out of it. But hey, it's a fun time, and they went out, so go out and support some good racing down at Alien. Well, speaking of fireworks, uh, definitely uh, Uranium's got their uh, weekend racing with Hobby Stocks, A Mods, and X Mods uh, going on at 7 p.m. Uh, and then, of course, uh, motorcycles. Looks like they're going to have uh, an open practice uh, tomorrow. A sun fr- uh, Sunday fun prepped practice uh, on the main track and the mini uh, motocross tracks and the TLC MX unprepped from 9 to 2. So you can go check that out. All right. On the other side, we're actually going to go up to Denver, Colorado um, and Bandamere Speedway and get an update on what's going on at the Mile High Nationals uh, with Paul Fields. You've been listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report here on ESPN Radio. 101.7, the team. Hey, Albuquerque, this is Brian Erlacher. You're listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report with David Swope on ESPN Radio, 101.7, the team. ESPN Radio 101.7 The Team with David Swope, the fastest radio host in the West. The pit stop is over. Let's return to the New Mexico Motorsports Report on Facebook and at nmmotorsportsreport.com. Now, back to the New Mexico Motorsports Report, presented by Yearwood Performance, Albuquerque Dragway, the Unser Racing Museum, and Swope Real Estate. Here is David. All right. Welcome back to the New Mexico Motorsports Report here on ESPN Radio 101.7, the team in um, out at uh, Morrison, Colorado, Tony Stewart Racing, teammates Leah Pritchett, uh, Leah Pritchett and Matt Hagen topped the opening day qualifying uh, last night at the NHRA Mile High Nationals Bandamir Speedway. Uh, Pruitt with a 3.788 second run at 326.79 miles per hour in her top fuel dragster. Uh, Hagen ran a 3.927 at 319.07 in his funny car. Dodge Charger, SRT Hellcat, also running Aaron Stansfield, led in Pro Stock, and Matt Smith in Pro Stock Motorcycle. And joining us now, actually, is uh, Paul Fields uh, out at Bandamere. How are you doing this morning, Paul? What's going on, David? I'm I'm living the dream, but sounds like you're having a heck of a time up there. Uh, how's uh, it been going on up there? Uh, well, it was a little rocky when we got here yesterday. Uh, we're out here with the Totten Motorsports uh, Top Field Dragster. Uh, hanging out with Terry and the guys, um, and uh, we only made one pass yesterday. It didn't go as, as well as we had hoped, so we brought it back to the pits, tore it all down, and put it back together. So we're going to try again today. Terry thinks it's got a 390 in it, uh, so we'll uh, we'll see when first qual- uh, the uh, third qualifying session comes up a little bit later on today. 
Well, that's that's fantastic. Now, I got to I got to ask you with all your experience around uh, drag racing, how often does it really go as planned? Oh, I mean, but, you know, you were talking about you were talking about Leah, yeah. you know, going to number one, but in the first qualifying pass, she did not. Uh, it did not go well for her. Uh, but uh, you know, like I said, they got it figured out, and you know, it's tough up here on the mountain. It's the DA is, you know, very high, especially when it's hot outside. It can get you know anywhere from ten thousand to eleven thousand feet uh, corrected. So you know, when these cars are trying to go down the track in the heat of the day. You know, a lot of times, you know, it definitely doesn't go as planned. It's a lot harder to tune these cars and run these cars up here on the mountain as opposed to running somewhere at sea level, like if they're in Seattle or something like that. So, you know, they're starting the western swing now, um, and tuning and drivability will definitely get easier as the western swing goes on. Talk a little bit about kind of give us some insight into what it's like uh, working on uh, on a dragster of that caliber. Well, you know, as you know, David, I've crewed on, you know, lots of different things, juniors, top out, you know, me and Paul Vineyard have a top out or a blown alcohol dragster, um, and I've crewed on Ricky Weeks' nitro car and, you know, hung around with Lyle and Ray and, you know, done some stuff with them, but it's, uh, it's, you know, that next level type of deal that you're working with here because, you know, it's a lot of money, and if, you know, one person does one thing wrong, you know, there's all that money is going to go down the drain. Absolutely, and, and in between runs, man. I mean, sometimes you got to break that thing and uh, break it down and rebuild it. So um, that sounds like it could be a heck of a lot of stress. Right. Well, as soon as they, like I said, when the car got back within, I don't know, twenty minutes, the whole car was up. The pistons were coming out of it within fifteen twenty minutes. Like we had that thing torn apart real quick. Well, tell us about the the atmosphere um, at an NHRA track. Um, a lot of us uh, don't get the opportunity to go there. Uh, that's a world-class facility, and it's really, what, three and a half hours from Albuquerque? Uh, so it's a six-hour drive from my house to Bandemir. Um, it's a super easy drive. It's a beautiful drive. You get to go through Las Vegas and Raton and, you know, drive up to all the mountains and stuff. Um, so it's it's not too far of a drive, but the atmosphere here, as opposed to, say, Albuquerque or Roswell, I mean, there's there must have been 30,000, 40,000 people here last night. Oh, uh, just Yeah, this place was packed, and I mean packed, packed, but... You know, Saturday's coming around, everybody's off of work, and, you know, there's people already filing in here. We're actually uh, on Vendor, Vendor Row right next to the John Force camp of semis. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. There's nine semis that all belong to John Force. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> Well, and he's, he's a little good. You know, he's, he's, kind of, he's kind of good at this, got it figured out. Um, but uh, tell us a little bit about... Um, kind of like uh, you, you, you have the talent and the ability to actually get down really close um, and take photographs as well. I mean, that that's an experience that most people don't got. What, what's it feel like to uh, be down there shooting? Uh, well, let me tell you, uh, the uh, the cars, like I said, when there's two nitro cars going down the track, it's a lot different, and I've actually found it difficult to shoot these cars. I, I don't know if my camera don't like it or if it's just they're going so fast and they move so quickly that it's yeah. kind of hard to to keep up with them. You know what I mean? I, I, I did a little at the starting line and then I went down track and I've got, you know, two or three actual clear pictures. The rest of them are just super blurry because, I mean, these cars are they're moving. It's hard to it's hard to, to pan with these cars going down the track. So it's definitely it's a learning experience for me. You know, I've shot Money Car Chaos and, and the Streetcar Super Nationals and stuff like that. No, I have no prep racing, but, you know, these cars they just move on a different level. Absolutely. And, of course, being on a different level, I mean, you can have a lot of changes on the track. Um, of course, up there, you know, just from morning to evening, uh, there's probably a big swing on the track, but also the difference in weather being kind of in that 
in that canyon, if you will, uh, you know, with the weather rolling over the uh, uh, amphitheater right there, blowing across. Um, what what kind of uh, what do you look at mainly to look at your setup change from day to day? Uh, so, as far as Bandemir is concerned, it's actually quite a unique track because they have a a system that's underneath. I think it's the first hundred feet of the starting line, uh, so it goes like thirty feet before the starting line and about eighty feet past the starting line, and it's all temperature controlled. It has like a watering system that runs through it, so they try to keep at least the first hundred feet within you know five or ten degrees uh, throughout the entire day. So you know it's, they've got that advantage here, but again. Track conditions, it was raining yesterday, uh, and then it stopped raining, it got real sunny, and then it started raining again like 45 minutes or an hour later. So, you know, as they're going through the day, the tuning definitely has to change, especially, you know, when the temperature is going up and down and, you know, you're getting rain and the DA is dropping and going up. So, you know, I'm sure I don't really have too much to do with the tuning side of it. That's all Harry um, and David Lowe uh, are the two guys that are, you know, coming up with the tuning changes on this car. On this car. Um, but, you know, like I said, it's, it's got to be definitely, like I said, a challenge for these guys to do what they do, especially when, you know, everything's changing, you know, from minute to minute. That's fantastic uh, insight. I, I had no idea that you could control the temperature uh, basically on the launch box. Um, I mean, that kind of helps you with the hookup because, I mean, really the, uh, the whole shot and getting that quick off the line is going to matter a lot. But to know that those conditions – aren't necessarily changing under you as rapidly as, as on the top end. Because isn't, right. isn't, isn't that really where you know most of it is at first 60 feet, first 300 feet? Well, so as, as far as I know, the clutches on these cars, like I said, they take off down the starting or off the starting line, and then when the clutch starts pulling that motor down, that's when they really start trucking. And if you watch videos of these cars going down the track, their tires will be you know real fat, and then as they're going down the track, the tire just starts growing and growing and growing, and that's because it's sticking harder and really starting to truck down the track. Wow. Uh, but, yeah, in the last, I don't know, probably 600 feet is when these cars really start moving. And if you watched qualifying from last night, they'd go, you know, to about half track, and then that's when the clutch started coming in. That's when they started having all their problems going up, the tire smoke, stuff like that. Wow. A fantastic insight. Hey, how can people follow you this weekend? Uh, Bucky's Media Works is, you know, where they can usually find me at. Um, but, you know, again, like I said, I'm kind of pulling double duty here, so I'm working on the top fuel car and then trying to shoot at the same time. Uh, so, you know, your best shot is to watch Fox Sports uh, and uh, watch uh, watch it live. <laughs> awesome. Well, hey, you also got Hillary helping you out, so that's probably great to be able to, to get some shots and yet be able to uh, get in there and work on the car at the same time. She is standing right. She's actually standing right next to me. <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic. Well, uh, send her my best, and uh, we look forward to uh, a feature on this event uh, coming up in uh, future New Mexico Motorsports Report magazine. Yes, sir, and I'm excited about it. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Have a, a great day out there, and uh, and we'll we'll keep an eye on it all weekend. Yes, sir. All right. That was uh, Paul Fields, and, of course, you can check him out at uh, uh, on Facebook at uh, Bucky's uh, Photo Works. Uh, it's pretty cool. Um, all the stuff that he does, of course, um, when he's at the local track here, he's pulling all kinds of duty uh, with the uh, uh, junior dragsters and as well as uh, they've been trying to bring one of their, uh, uh, I think, one of their pro cars back as well, uh, in addition to dragsters. Uh, but always great to find out what's going on out at NHRA. Of course, uh, Tony Stewart, a shout out for last Saturday, didn't have a, a really good running in the SRX. Uh, a lot of trouble with the car, but it looks like his... Uh, his drag racing team is just kicking butt uh, with both uh, Leah Pritchett and Matt Hagen doing 
a tremendous job. All right, on the other side, uh, we're actually going to talk about a little bit of controversy. That's right. Racing has controversy just as much as other forms of sports. As a matter of fact, we're going to compare and contrast the way you handle it and the way you don't handle it. And uh, contract law, regardless of what you're into, is the same. And uh, we're going to have a lot of insight on that. So you want to stay tuned. You don't want to miss this part. You've been listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report here on ESPN Radio. 1017, the team. Hey, Albuquerque. This is Denny Hamlin, driver the number 11 FedEx Express Toyota with Joe Gibbs Racing. You are listening to New Mexico Motorsports Report on ESPN Radio, 1017, the team. Hi, this is Al Unser, four-time winner of the Indy 500. You've been listening to David Slope of the New Mexico Motorsport Report on ESPN Radio 1017, the team. The pit stop is over. Let's return to the New Mexico Motorsports Report on Facebook and at nmmotorsportsreport.com. Now, back to the New Mexico Motorsports Report, presented by Yearwood Performance, Albuquerque Dragway, the Unser Racing Museum, and Swope Real Estate. Here is David. All right. Welcome back to the New Mexico Motorsports Report here on ESPN Radio 1017, the team. Uh, as I alluded to before the break, uh, had a... Uh, some big announcements this week, and uh, ended up being a great opportunity uh, to uh, contrast uh, the right way to do something, the wrong way to go about doing something, and who would have thought that NASCAR would be the one that would get it more right uh, than IndyCar or Formula One. And so let's start off with the announcement of Tyler Reddick leaving RCR uh, and going over to 2311. Uh, it's exciting. Obviously, uh, you know, Tyler will be joining the 2311 and Toyota family starting in 2024. Um, this is a, these conversations started a, a long time ago, just very casual in the sense of really Tyler reaching out when we started the team uh, saying, love what you're doing. Like, you know, it, it looks like you guys are really, uh, you know, pushing the limits and doing things a little differently, and it's good to see. And it's from that point, you just start some conversations, and obviously, uh, I've believed in his talents for a very long time, and uh, after a while, I realized that, you know, uh, I, I started asking those kind of important questions about uh, his future, and then I asked, obviously, uh, permission from the OEM that, uh, can I pursue this individual, and, and they wholeheartedly uh, agreed that this is a good direction for us. Yeah, it's, it's very exciting, um, you know, just... Uh, the, just everything that, that, that Denny and Steve and, and Dave, um, you know, getting to speak speak with them and getting to know, you know, everyone here, um, the amount that, that they believe in what I do and what I can bring to the table um, is very exciting. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm really excited about this opportunity that's, that's coming, coming uh, ahead in 2024, you know, the, the team. It's very young, but it's been going in a very positive direction from from day one. It's been obvious, and uh, I'm just really excited to get it out there and that, you know, it's, it's in front of everybody and that they 2311 go to work, uh, myself and RCR can go back to work and continue to be as competitive as possible, but uh, also know that the future is set in stone. I know what uh, what lies ahead. And, um, you know, very excited to 
be able to announce this and, and know what uh, what lies ahead for me in, in, in 2311. So, of course, uh, silly season uh, is in full bloom, uh, as we know. Uh, but we're not used to talking uh, about a contract for 2024 uh, that we're talking down the road uh, that far. Uh, but if you're going to pull the Band-Aid off, you might as well rip it off. Uh, because we all know that Tyler Reddick uh, is definitely a talent that's growing. Just got his first victory um, you know, a couple of weeks ago. And uh, definitely, definitely feeling it. Um, and, you know, he, he's moved teams before. I mean, he's won a championship um, with RCR, and he also won a championship uh, with uh, Junior Motorsports. So he, he switched that and then won back-to-back championships. Um, Toyota, of course, only has uh, six cars in the field, so they don't have quite the information. Uh, 2311, uh, you can't underestimate the ability to negotiate a contract that Michael Jordan understands. How does a guy get a one-year contract for $45 million, right? Okay, so this guy um, knows how to play the game. And if you look at the game, the landscape has been changing. 2022, Trackhouse, who seemed to come out of nowhere, um, has uh, you know won some races. Uh, and it has been, been tremendous. So uh, to see what they're doing, uh, and I have no doubt. I, I think RCR I mean, feels like, you know, I mean, it's kind of like, you know, the girlfriend's going to still live with you, you know, for a year and a half, but then she's going to go live with somebody else. I mean, I, I could understand uh, how that would how that would be difficult. But their team over there, I mean, now there's conversations. What's going to happen to Buddy, uh, Bubba Wallace? What's going to happen to Kurt Busch? Um, Kurt Busch has already signed back on. Uh, so, you know, are they going to go to a three-car team? That's another car for Toyota. Um, so, you know, all of this stuff uh, makes a lot of sense. Uh, of course, hey, big announcement like yesterday – was um, uh, one of the uh, the Childress, uh the Dillon boys, Ty Dillon, uh, now doesn't have a ride. Hmm, I guess he could go back to RCR, right? Grandpa can go ahead and take care of both of them. So anyway, now I digress because now I'm starting to go the wrong direction myself. So let's talk about what happened uh, with Alex Pillow. Uh Is he going to go Formula One? Is he going to go IndyCar? What exactly is he going to do? So here's an explanation uh, from David Land from his podcast uh, and, you know, to try and bring up to speed if you don't know what's happening. Chaos reigns in the world of open-wheel racing. Alex Pillow has signed to two different open-wheel teams and potentially in two different open-wheel teams in two different series. Chip Ganassi Racing, whom Alex Pillow won an IndyCar championship for, announced that he was returning to the team for 2023. But in a shocking turn of events, Alex Pillow then turned around and not only denied that that was a true report, but announced minutes later that he was joining Arrow McLaren SP. Okay, so let's bring you up to speed. Alex Pillow, who uh, uh, emerged as a star last season, becoming the first Spaniard uh, to win an IndyCar title, given Chip Ganassi his 14th series crown. So you know, a lot of great things going on there. Um, and you can definitely understand why they want to lock him up. Pillow right now is fourth in the standings, 3,500 uh, points behind Indianapolis champion and teammate Marcus Erickson, which let's talk about Marcus Erickson. We know Marcus Erickson was over at Formula One. Uh, Roman Grosjean comes over from basically his car catching on fire, splitting in half, uh, makes a move over to uh, IndyCar, uh, finding some success and basically saying that his uh, his career has turned around so 
Speaking of careers in IndyCar, a guy that knows both sides of those is James Hinchcliffe. And let's hear what his comments are on this uh, conundrum that's going on with Pelot. I mean, nice to be wanted, I guess, right? That's uh, it's certainly better than trying to convince a team to keep you. So, I mean, in some ways, you can't feel too bad for Alex Pelot. But at the same time, man, I have not seen anything quite like this. When you look at everything that came out yesterday between the press release from CGR, the press release from McLaren, the tweets themselves from Alex Pelot, everything seems very carefully crafted, very carefully worded. There's been a lot of lawyers, I think, consulting both sides of this. They both knew this was coming. The entire motorsports world was shocked by this, but there was at least three people that I think knew you know, something was coming tomorrow. I don't know how this one plays out. Historically speaking, you've got to think that Chip Ganassi Racing does have the legal advantage here, but having absolutely no idea what any of these contracts say, that's, that's pure speculation. Uh, but, man, it's definitely an interesting situation. And, uh, man, I don't know who I put my money on at this point. <laughs> so, Hinchcliffe, uh, definitely still living in the world of positivity after his Dancing with the Stars stint. So, uh, very interesting uh, that's going on there. Because Will Crafted, I, I'm not sure that this is Will Crafted unless he had a beer in his hand. And he's talking about a crafted beer. Because this is not Will Crafted at all. I mean, this is definitely, uh, I mean, because, you know, and there are some series. I mean, you know, we, we know that uh, SRX has got guys that are going back and forth, you know, that are, that are still racing and guys that are retired and stuff like that. But I don't think, I don't think that they, any, of the, any of them have it figured out. And Chip, Chip Canassi is not one of those guys that you really want to mess around with. Not that he's going to pull the trigger on Pelot because the guy is the defending champ. Right? You know, but this guy wants to go where all the money is. I don't care what you say. McLaren has got deep pockets. Pockets, pockets, pockets full of money. All right? So if this guy wants to be on the world stage and he's that good, okay, then you got to lock him up. Now, of course, I don't want to break out. I mean, I do play a lawyer on the radio. So I just, just so that you know, I don't know anything else about the law other than a contract is a contract. Right? And so I had to go to probably the smartest person with an understanding of a without a law degree also but connor daly he nails it i I, it's weird to say but technically i think when you sign those papers they're legit (laughs) who would have thought connor daly now i don't know have have you been watching srx you been watching it a little bit okay so connor daly uh went from uh you know he was with uh alex rossi and they they did that you know that you know that that reality show where they you know go across you know go across the country. What was that called? Amazing you know? Race. Amazing Race. Thank you. I you know I've got a fifty six year old brain here, so I mean all of a sudden I just can't remember stuff. So yeah, Amazing Race. Now he's sitting up in the booth SRX. The dude's got a mullet. What's going on with that? Is the mullet coming back? I mean you guys you guys are from you know Tennessee, land of the mullet, right? And there you guys don't have mullets. What's the deal with that? Uh, there's a little bit of comeback going on. Uh, Dan? I'm not cool enough to have a mullet. There you go. Uh, well, that's because you grow it all on the face. You don't grow it on the back. I have You're a like face me. mullet. You have a face mullet. Well, it's ZZ Top, right? Was that, the, was that the first face mullet? believe so. Also, my first concert. Fun fact. Fun fact. Yeah. All right. My first concert was actually Chuck Mangione. Oh. Do, do anybody know what the flugelhorn is? Right over my head. Okay. And it's not, it's not a... Uh, uh, anyway, where where did we get off track? I mean, because it's absolutely 
a phenomenal at, at what a uh, what a disaster uh, PR disaster is it? This, this is how crazy this week was, right? I was all set to rip Kyle Bush last week, right? You know, I mean, because we were all going to go, you know, straight through, uh, you know, basically the wreck and you know, cars spinning each other and everything, and I was all ready, you know, rip on Kyle Bush, and then I got to come along with these announcements. Now you're putting words in my mouth. Good job. <laughs> well, see, there you go, putting words in his mouth. And Alex Below, how, how silly can you look? Um, you know, with uh, interviews at Mid Ohio. This is earlier in the week about how happy and content he is. The whole kumbaya um, that's going on. You want to see what's really going on? Go watch Paul Tracy running SRX. I mean, the guy's what got two podiums back to back. Guy's wrecking everybody. He totally doored Mike uh, Mar- Michael Andretti or Marco Andretti. See, I don't even know which Andretti. There's so many Andrettis out there, uh, but totally doors him. Uh, to, to take second place, and it was like, it was fantastic. Anyway, if you're not watching racing, we do have some local events that you can go see on the other side. Um, as a matter of fact, uh, Formula E, I don't know if you heard the news, Formula E looks like they're financially in trouble. You know why? Because there's always been a plan of Formula E to go into F1, and we're getting closer. Porsche, you want to talk about money? Porsche's got money, and they want to get into e-racing, and they want to get into open-wheel racing, and so you may see a push there. Uh, and they would rather go Formula One because they have bigger pockets um, than they want to go to Formula E. But uh, we'll, we'll keep your eye on that. Of course, uh, World of Outlaws, the construction equipment, uh, late models at I-94 uh, was uh, coming up tonight, so you can check that out. Um, Formula One, you got to wait for the French Grand Prix until uh, next weekend. But on the other side, we're going to talk about local car shows that you can go out um, and check out our local rides and other fun things that you can do. You've been listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report here on ESPN Radio. 101.7, the team. Hey, Albuquerque, this is Joey Logano, driver of number 22 Shell Pennzoil Ford, and you're listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report with David Swope on ESPN Radio Albuquerque 1017 The Team. Hey, race fans, this is NASCAR team owner Coach Joe Gibbs. You're listening to David Swope on New Mexico Motorsports Report. On ESPN Radio, 101.7, The Team. The pit stop is over. Let's return to the New Mexico Motorsports Report on Facebook and at nmmotorsportsreport.com. Now, back to the New Mexico Motorsports Report, presented by Yearwood Performance, Albuquerque Dragway, the Unser Racing Museum, and Swope Real Estate. Here is David. All right. Welcome back to the New Mexico Motorsports Report here on ESPN Radio, 101.7, The Team. And a reminder, uh, we have a lot of the local schedules are available um, in the New Mexico Motorsports Report magazine that's out on stands. Uh, you can pick it up uh, if there's still any on the rack. Uh, you can pick them up at uh, Albertsons, uh, several other local uh, vendors. Uh, Yearwood Performance always had them, uh, has them, so you can uh, definitely go check that out. Uh, speaking of Yearwood, uh, we had uh, Jim Costa on the Couch Potato Car Show um, on Thursday, and he was telling us, they got a whole bunch of big block valve covers in that I guess that, you know, as far as the supply chain has been going on, it's been like almost impossible to get those. Uh, so if you've got a big block and you want to soup it up, all kinds of different uh, styles, you can go check them out, um, as well as it's got two-piece fire suits in. So you can go in, check out if that's the style you want. Uh, if they don't have the size you want, uh, they can definitely order it and get it in for you. Uh, 341 U-Bank 
Um, and you can go check them out. Of course, that's just uh, on Eubank, just uh, south of I-40. Uh, of course, you can always check them out online, uh, yearwoodperformance.com. And uh, before we, we get into the car shows, just a shout-out. If you really love checking out race cars, uh, you can always go out to the Southwest Motorsports, swms.org. Uh, go check them out. They're racing next weekend at Sandia, and it's free. So you can go out and get up close, and you can check them out. Uh, people still using that iron for what it was designed to do. All right, I know we got a big, uh, a big, you know, car show field. So uh, let's knock it out. Uh, is that Sky City Casino Car Show and Shine? What's sure. going on with that, dude? Sure is, David. No, a full list of events. I always love when we could kind of find some great items like this. So the Star City Car Show and Shine, pretty much, it's going to be Sunday, July seventeenth, from eleven a.m. to four p.m. It's going to be at the Sky City Casino East parking lot. And pretty much it is a great event or an all-outdoor event where all ages, free admission. There's arts and crafts, food vendors, a lot of different uh, categories where the grand prize is going to be $1,000. And pretty much there's the People Choice, the Chubby's Choice, the Best of Show. It's a full weekend event with a big, big day going on the 17th. But go out there and also uh, there's a giveaway where if you can enter where with uh, presented by Chubby Checker to actually get a 2022 Indian Springfield motorcycle. So wow. there's some cool events out there. It's a little on the way, but guess what? If you want to go to a cool event, this is one for sure. That that's not a far drive for an Indian motorcycle. No, no. Not I mean, at all. I think it's what Sky City's like maybe maybe 35, 40 minutes tops. Yeah, in yeah. Uh, the Como Pueblo, New Mexico. So. Oh, awesome, awesome. Okay, so Don Tortas. Don Tortas, yes. Oh, yes. wow. So Don Tortas, it's a uh, new restaurant. And pretty much what they're doing, they have this cool event where they want to show out the community, come out and see some great cars. There's going to be a DJ with music. It's going to be on Central and San Mateo at the Trade Wind Shopping Center. Mm. And pretty much it's this cool car show that they're going to have today from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. And go out, so some cool cars. They have a lot of different ones. There's a, I believe there's a... A big kind of like a Corvette club that's going to go out there. That's kind of like the main sponsor. But go out, Don Tortas. They're going to have a fun time with some good food, good cars, good people. Can't beat it. What's this uh, Mr. C's show and shine? Yeah, Mr. C. So this one I kind of find and had a little fun with. But it's a... it's a style event, pretty much, where it's the Mr. C's show and shine, where it's going to be at Mr. C's Tees. That's on 3913 Central, uh, Albuquerque, which is 87105. And pretty much they're going to have this cool event where there's going to be live performances. There's actually going to be kind of a – it's a family-free free fun event that they have. But there's going to be everything from arts and crafts. They're going to have actually uh, – Mijo's tattoos are going to be out there and do kind of their uh, – their uh, signature, kind of like a small ink style tattoos that they have out there. Sweet. Some great kind of lowrider cars and a lot of fun items where they're actually going to have custom people kind of editing and actually putting some real art on these cars. So you're going to see a mix of art show, car show, show and shine, fun time. So go out there at Mr. C's. So if you want to get out and cruise, uh, you want to see some cars, but you want to cruise, uh, how about the REK 66 Small Business Cruise? I love the idea of these bad boys. So yeah. pretty much the small business, it's hosted by the REC Custom CCs. And pretty much what it is, they're going to start all the way up in Cedar Crest. So they're going to meet at 10 a.m. So just in a few hours from, or shoot, an hour from now, you're going to meet up at the Cabra Coffee in Cedar Crest. 
At 11 a.m., they're going to start rolling out with the final destination. It's going to be the Beer Creek Brewery out in Santa Fe. So they're going to go out. You're going to see some amazing cars on this. They're going to take it nice and slow and enjoy this great cruise. I mean, to Santa Fe is a nice little trip for sure from Cedar Crest. So you're going to, it's a full day event. Um, I mean, you're going to see some of these old cars. I mean, right now I see, I believe this is a 55, like one of those like a uh, low ride, kind of like a, uh, Ford trucks that they have that oh, are cool. part of it. So there's going to be a wide variety of cars, a wide variety of fun people, and you're going to go start with coffee, end with a beer. Hey, good time for the Rec 66 business cruise. I was, I was going to say, that's that's the perfect way to do it. It's a good day. Uh, a coffee and a breakfast burrito, uh, and you can end up with, uh, with a beer and some uh, some tacos. I mean, you can't, you can't beat that. All right. So uh, for our buddies down in Las Lunas, uh, what do we got going on? Yeah, so Los Lunas is going to have this Mid-Valley. It's actually an air park where the air park presents a Cars and Coffee event. Cars and Coffee, you find, seems like everywhere here yeah, in New Mexico. Yeah, pretty much. It's, it's a good combination because yep. the car people want to get out in the morning when it's not too hot. They want to help have a good time. They want to show as the sun comes up, see the different angles, different colors of paint and everything on their cars. Yep. But the Cars and Coffee, it's going to be at the air park, which I think is a cool event. And uh, you're going to follow the signs to Winwood Park. Uh, planes have the right of way. I love to kind of put that to kind of make sure. And the, <laughs> throughout the neighborhood, please be respectful. You got it's a like, plane just flying right in. I mean, like whether there's a car show going on. No, I I laugh because please be respectful. <laughs> like the cars are the problem when you're at an airport, pretty much. Right, <laughs> like, exactly. That is not the big problem there. <laughs> but pretty much, it's a cool event. I mean, they're really going to have wide open space. You're going to have everything spread out, not in a. You know, most of these car shows are in, you know, big parking lots or some are even small. This one, you're going to have some room. I mean, if an airplane can fit in there, guess what? I think a few cars can. So Los Lunas is going to have this cool event. The Mid-Valley Air Park presents a Cars and Coffee. And it's going on, actually, as we speak. It started at 7 a.m. and it's going to end around 11. So, hey, wow. if you still want to make the trip out there, you're going to see some cool action for sure. Absolutely. All right. So if you're you're, like, looking for a job, like, you know, as a kid, I, I always wanted to, you know, like, drive a train. Or, you know, something of that nature. But this, you've got this thing is the ABQ is at Montano Transit Center. Um, so it's kind of a, a car show job fair. I mean, what's going on with that? Sure is. So it's the Albuquerque Rides Car and Bike Show. It's a hiring fair. It's not just a job fair. They're hiring people today. Oh. So it's at 130 Montano Road. They, they got sign-on bonuses in hand? Oh, they sure do. It's actually $1,000 <laughs> sign-on oh, sign bonus Dude. for bus drivers. So it's pretty much this is for... Or Albuquerque Ride, so it's the sun van drivers, bus drivers, a lot of cool things, a lot of the transit jobs. So it's actually gov slash transit jobs, and pretty much it's from tomorrow. It's tomorrow, July 17th from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m., where they're going to have food, drinks, music, some great raffles, free entries to join the show, but trophies will be awarded to the car show winner. And it's a cool event where, hey, if you want to find the opportunity to – Try something new, see some great times, and hey, you have the positions. They have full list of open positions at the website, but you can work directly with HR reps there. You're gonna have a fun time. I mean, why not go out there? It's uh, sponsored by a uh, KRQE News 13, so go out, support some good stuff, see some bikes, cars, and jobs. Why not? Well, so I mean, with KRQE being there, they can go ahead and they can get your profile. So when you do something crazy on the ART. Right, they've already got you on file. No. Right, but no, no. Okay, so let me tell you. I, I, when I was, uh, we went on a tour, and we had you know one of those tour bus drivers. Those guys are insane. Those guys are. I mean, we would go like you know 
through these like two lane roads and we'd like make this corner and you'd be like looking right out at the car and how they don't hit them I, it's absolutely amazing to me uh but i think you found another one didn't you this this coming up so yeah this one's a, in august but hey we want to give a little shout out to the lung force walk the last three years were pretty much right during the pandemic they wanted like you know what this is a great it's a great cause it's for like cancer research it's for you know People going out. It is a walk, but they're also going to do a car show August 24th at the Hoffman Town Center. And pretty much they're looking. They want to give us a shout out. They gave us where they're looking for more cars, David. Yeah. So let's give them a little shout out every week and let's see if we could fill up that uh, Hoffman Town Center Plaza. Yeah. So we're going to get more information uh, as we go forward on that. Uh, but definitely, definitely a good cause. Hey, so uh, if you want to, you know, figure out what you're going to do for the rest of the day, um, of course, uh, uh, the Xfinity race is coming up. Uh, from New Hampshire Motor Speedway uh, at 12:30 on USA, um, and then tomorrow the Foxwood Resort Casino 301, uh, 1 p.m. 1 p.m. also at USA uh, for the Sprint Cup cars. So I want to thank uh, Dan and RJ for all that you do. Uh, another good show next week. We'll have a, a completely different show. Uh, Spencer Hill is going to be sitting in. Uh, I know he's got some some stuff coming up, and of course. Uh, going to add a new wing to that sprint car, so got to hear some more stories on that. But you've been listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report here on ESPN Radio. 1017, the team. Thank you for listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report, presented by Your Wood Performance, Albuquerque Dragway, the Unser Racing Museum, and Swope Real Estate, here on ESPN Radio 1017, the team. Join us daily at nmmotorsportsreport.com and become part of the community. Tune in next week, where your host, David Swope, will be talking about events happening around the state and on the national scene, whether it's got two wheels or four wheels, pavement and off-road racing, or park and shine. If you're into it, we're into it. 